we take leave. Welcome to Southern California Prep Insider Radio. Lay it on the line until the final whistle blows. And if you do that, we cannot be defeated. With Tommy Morris and Christian Pedersen. Listen up. This is our time now. Let's go. It's our time. Everybody in. Our time. Our time. Our time. On San Diego's sports leader, the mighty 1090. Welcome to Southern California Prep Inspire Sports Radio. Christian. Well, you made me laugh because you, you freak yeah. out about the Matthew McConaughey intro every single time. So, Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen here. We got whole crew in here. Bodie Silva's here. Noel Alexina's here. Oh, and then Chris we Osmond's are joined here, we, by Haseen Williams. Yes. Man, look. There are there are times when I think people out there don't understand. We don't get to work together all that often, even though you see us on the same Twitter feed or the same Instagram feed. And we love all of you guys for consuming all of our stuff. But I think you you know you see us digitally three quarters of an inch apart, but you don't realize like worlds do not always collide. So Haas, it is really good to have you in with us. Say hi. Lean forward and say hi. Glad to be here. It's fun to uh, see you guys every week and uh, see all the kids you guys have in here and all the different sports. So. I'm glad to be here to talk myself. So Haseen is the epicenter of girls' basketball knowledge here in San Diego, and he's going to be able to share a, a little bit, or not a little bit. He, we're going to crack that skull open, and we're going to get all <laughs> the gooey-gooey knowledgey bits uh, of girls' basketball that he has in there. Um, that's coming up at 7.15. Right now, we're going to talk a little bit of guys' basketball. Then we'll go you know, girls' basketball, guys' basketball, girls' basketball. We're going to bounce back and forth for basketball for the first hour second hour we are going to talk soccer water polo wrestling we're gonna we're gonna really hammer it home that we are all on our computers looking up stats like crazy <laughs> right now <laughs> um and, and uh that we truly have nowhere better to it be look, it honestly it looks like a hackathon in here <laughs> 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 first got their laptop up cramming array um, that, we'll, the, we'll, we'll put keyboard. it on the poll does would noah laxina win a hackathon um you can follow along with all of our nonsense at sd prep insider for the next couple of hours yeah actually um, that would be a good who would win a hackathon between all of us I don't want to do these who would win polls because it always goes Noah's way. We have not had a single, like, who do you think of the the staff is best poll that has not ended up with Noah Noah dominantly winning. Yeah. Shout out to the people out there. Shout out to Twitter. Although, hey, if we're going to shout out to the people, let's go with the fact that our our recent poll of is Tommy Morris a bad person. I was not, apparently. came back, No. So San Diego, uh, yeah. Uh, Who in the world would have put that poll up there? That's a terrible thing to say about Tommy Morris. Yeah, it's really suspicious. I don't know who would sit right, kind of next to me and behind me and take the picture to put the poll up. I wonder who's sitting there right now. It's bizarre. Can't figure that one out. Shout Chase. out. <laughs> All right, so guys, it is playoff time. the uh, The final top ten has come out. If you want to get that, you can go to our uh, Twitters and Instagrams, SD Prep Insider. We have all that. But let's talk. Let's move forward. Let's talk about what is yet to come. We have uh, later this week, we got five more days, so it's going to be Friday, but uh, the quarterfinals of the guys' open division featuring four of the big games that I think we all really are looking forward to. So uh, let's keep it concise, if we can, for this first round, just because we got a lot of basketball eventually that we can get more and more in-depth into. Um, but for the talk about them again Thursday, if we really need to. Yeah, but uh, for the open division, Foothills Christian gets the number one seed. They take on the number eight seeded San Marcos. I really think that this is a uh, this is a great plot line, man. With Foothills Christian last year being the number one seed, having some personnel issues late, it's just not a good finish to the season. They come back and they are all cylinders firing at the right time. Derek Carter Hollinger is having big game after big game after big game. So I, I, I see this as a, as a Foothills Christian 
opportunity to put on a big W here in the first round. Uh, let's go around and, and get some takes. But uh, Bodie, uh, I I kind of think San Marcos gonna gonna hold their own in this one. Uh, they're a team hold to... their own and an upset are two very different things. Are I'll you go, saying upset? I'll go upset then. All right, wow. we are Ooh. one pick into this and we got an eight upset. beats one right off the bat. Let's get it. That's a team. I think if they hit enough threes, I think they can get. 10 or 12 threes in this game, I know they'll get them up. So whether they go in or not, uh, that's a team that could get their early upset. Hasin, you want to toss a grenade into this and also go with an eight beating a one? Uh, no. I don't okay. know. I don't know enough, <laughs> so I'm going to go with chalk. Like I was saying before, I, I think I saw two games. Uh, I saw a game Friday. I saw Bishops knock off uh, La Jolla Country Day and I actually had to do color for uh, with our guy Braden for a, a Cathedral and Saints game that uh, Saints end up winning. So that's the depth of my boys' basketball knowledge right there. Fair enough. All right, <laughs> Noah Lax. Uh, I'm going to go number one seed. I'm going to stay with uh, Foothills Christian. I think they're destined to make a run. And uh, in the earlier in the podcast that me and Bodie have, you guys should go check it out, Trading Absolutely. Points. I mentioned uh, my MVP of the whole uh, Open Division tournament is going to come out of Foothills Christian. So uh, that's my pick. Uh, again, I'll take Foothills Christian as well. I think Derek Carter Hollinger has some unfinished business to undertake before he heads off to Missoula. So, yeah, I think this team is just dominant. I think they're looking to make a run after last year. Um, I, I'm going to go with them too, but I, I think that San Marcos in the next couple of years is going to be really good because leading uh, scorers. No, no, you can't hedge your bets like that. You <laughs> no, can't. I'm going to say that. No, I'm saying Foothills is going to win. I'm just saying in the next couple of years, San Marcos might be the number one team in the county because leading scorer is junior, freshman, sophomore. So... Just watch it's out. It's going to be a good experience for them, for yeah. sure. Now, next year's I, 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 Dennis can mark this tape and save it um, for the 50-50 chance that we have a show a year from today. Um, but uh, I'll say that next year's final will be San Marcos Saints. I, I'd um, say, I'd, I would say the same thing. So the winner of Foothills Christian will take, or winner of Foothills Christian San Marcos will take on the number five seed versus the number four seed game, and that is Vista versus Santa Fe Christian. Santa Fe Christian, my goodness. You want to talk about finally breaking through, going from back-to-back Division One champions to four seed after losing division, a lot of players too. After I mean. losing some, yeah, it, yes. So I, I think I was it Noah that you said unfinished business. I think this is unfinished business as a team, not as an individual, though. And I say uh, Santa Fe Christian gets this win. I agree there. Uh, Santa Fe Christian at home, team that shoots a lot of threes. Vista's peaking at the right time, but I think Santa Fe gets this one. I'm gonna go. Hmm. I'm gonna go Santa Fe Christian as well. I feel like they have a really good team, and I feel like we had we had them in in wait we had them in the st- we had them right in the nope. studio. No, oh my bad. I'm still going Santa Fe Christian. <laughs> well, we'll put it on I the know. poll. Did we have Santa Fe Christian basketball? <laughs> no, oh, that's on me. That's a brain fart. But I I got Santa Fe Christian. Let me know at home, undefeated. Like Bodie said, I think they're gonna get a win. I think I'm going to take Vista. When you look at some of the common opponents, uh, there are some teams that Santa Fe Christian narrowly beat that Vista absolutely blew out. Uh, Santa Fe Christian beat Army Navy by 12. <laughs> Vista beat that same Army, Army Navy team 83-38. to 38. There's, just, there's a lot of common opponents there that has a bit of difference. I like Vista in this one over Santa Fe Christian. Yeah, I, that, I don't know what happened. I feel like there's got to be something more to that story in that 83-38 to 38 game. Cause that that's just that's insane. coming up at 845. You'll hear Tommy's conspiracy theory about it. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. whistle the X-Files thing, but it's just not going to work. Um, I'm going to go with Santa Fe Christian here. I am a big proponent of teams that have tougher uh, regular season schedules in the playoffs. I think Santa Fe Christian is arguably in the hardest league. 
Fair enough. So I'm going to go with them. Get, stu- get tough. Um, all right. Uh, other side of the bracket, we got Tory Pines, the number three seed, taking on the number six seeded Poway. Now, Poway dropped a little bit of a clunker to Westview down the stretch of the season, which might Westview be, always gets them. But er, not the them. Is, sorry. Everybody. Oh, Westview, no, Westview always gets get, one. Always gets one. It's, it, is, it is true to form. They the, got Foothills last year. It, that's what I'm saying. No, man. <laughs> it, no. And uh, uh, what the uh, the who's the pitcher for them last year that uh, took down RB? Michael Mercado. Yeah, Mercado one nothing's RB late in the season. Like, dude, they do it every year. They did yep. it to TJ Leaf. Like, like there, there is just something in the water at, at at Wolverine Way where those guys are like, eh, I think we'll go slightly above five hundred, but one of those wins will definitely be against the best team yeah, in the county. Ruin somebody's season yes. on their way there. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so like it, you, that that could be a diploma that they give out at Westview is they have a degree in ruining other people's perfect seasons. Um, Mm-hmm. So, you know, no discredit to Poway, but that could be a sign of, of, man, this is just not enough. I don't know. This is interesting because Poway slows them down. Torrey Pines can shoot them. I think this is two really contrasting styles. I will push my upset chips in on this game. Mm. I will say that Poway can be the upset. Tommy? I'm going to disagree. I th- I mean, they played once. Score was 74 to 49. Poway didn't show much in that one. It's kind of like, like in a boxing match. And after a couple of rounds, you can kind of tell what's going on. And there's, you know. Not going to have it that night, so I'm going to go with TP in this one, I think, by a lot. Uh, I'm going to agree with Tommy here. Uh, I'm going to resort back to the old common opponents card. Torrey Pines 12-0 and against common opponents, Poway 7-2. and That alone, for me, tells the story is that Torrey Pines head-to-head is a better team than Poway is. Fair yeah. enough. Um, I think uh, Torrey Pines, they don't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, Shout-out to senior Bryce Pope. He's averaging under 20 points a ga- uh, just a- under 20 points a game, uh, the senior from Torrey Pines, and I feel like they're going to go out and they're just going to handle business. But shout-out to Poway. We've been talking about him as the like Cinderella team all year, that team that doesn't get enough mention. And I feel like they're going to – early they'll make a couple baskets. They'll get their the shine in the state run. Like, that, that's a team that will – oh, my goodness, D2 state semifinals. You're like, whoa, man, that team put on a run late and just it was a little bit of a log jam situation in the open division here in San Diego. And I think nope. – Oh, okay. Uh, I'll go Torrey Pines as well here. Uh, I saw that game actually early in the year, and Poway started 11-1 to start that game, and uh, Torrey obviously was plus 36 from that point on. So I don't think the result will be the the same difference, but uh, still be a win at the end of the day. All right. Our last game to talk about is Mission Bay and St. Augustine. This is very crazy, talking about a seven-seeded Mission Bay that was everyone's unanimous number one seed when the season started. They got to take on a. I mean, this is almost just like the game that you expected to see in the first round, but with the numbers flipped. Like this game should be played at Mission Bay. This game shouldn't be played at Saints. But here we are. Chibuzo Ogbo is a legitimate force of nature. Luke Hopp is a great accessory piece. The rest of that team moves the ball really well. And Mission Bay has had some moments where they've looked like the reigning champs, and they've had some moments where they've looked a little lost out there on the court. So this one, to me. Is a is a very dangerous minefield to be running through, um, but I I think that Saints edges it out. Uh, I'm going to go with Mission Bay. I think Boogie Ellis just returned at the right time, uh, made his return last game against La Jolla, and he'll have them ready to go. I'm going to go Saints just off the fact that uh, Saints is at home. I feel like Mission Bay kind of being on and off all season kind of um, is going to hurt them this week having to play on the road instead of in their gym. And I feel like even though Boogie Ellis is going to you know, uplift his game since his playoff time. I think Saints is all around. They're just going to hold it down. 
Uh, I'm going to take Saints, like Christian talked about earlier. Beginning of the season, you expected these to be flipped and the game to be played at Mission Bay. Because it's played at Saints, I like the idea that the pit is a real game changer because that's one of the that's one of those student sections that gets rowdy, it gets crazy, and I like Saints feeding off of that energy and sort of taking this one over Mission Bay. Yeah, Mission Bay's had kind of a weird season. They started off kind of slump and then they got it back together, then it all kind of fell apart again, and I just don't. I know, I know Boogie Ellis probably back for this one healthy. He's had to sit out for a little bit with the I – don't, I don't know what exactly is going on. I don't want to speculate injury-wise, but I would be a little bit nervous uh, to pick them in the playoffs, so I'm going to go with Saints. Also, Saints beat them twice this year, so that helps as well. All righty. Um, that does it for the Open Division. If you stick around a couple more minutes, we've got Haseen Williams talking about the girls' version of all of this. Haas, you ready? Let's do it. All right. Yeah, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio here in San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. I'm admitted. I'm a nerd. I didn't have any friends. Uh, that's why how I wound up as a 28-year-old guy doing AM radio. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Can do. You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio on San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. We, Dennis, and I, we all decided, I guess, as a group, that we're going to surf for music. Dude, we're catching a lip and diving in on some good content, man. Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen, Bodie De Silva, Noah Alexina. Who was that guy? Jace Osborne, and we're getting girls basketball, Christian, which means we do we have a one mic? only. Do we have a mic open in the other booth somewhere? Who was that? Who was what? Oh, they, they, I don't know. Who was that surfer voice? No idea. The ghost of basketball <laughs> seasons past, man. Um, Ridgemont High. Ridgemont High. Uh, you know, if anybody gets that joke and knows where that high school is actually in San Diego, good for you. Um, I made that joke to someone who worked at that school and they didn't get it. And I was I was so disappointed. I was so dis- It was top 10 most disappointed I've ever been. We'll put that on the poll. Is that the top 10 most disappointed you've ever been? Uh, For all of our content, show within a show, you can go to SD Prep Insider on Twitter and Instagram. We've got some crazy great new stuff dropping for you tonight. Chase Osborne has a kick in it, full previews of all the soccer games, both guys and girls. So anything that we don't get to here in the show, you can download that. A new trading points uh, with Bodie and Noah. Another thing you can find on there is Haseen Williams and Braden Soprenant breaking down all the girls' basketball brackets. Now, Haas, earlier tonight, was already filming uh, with Braden, so we've just brought him here to, you know, hit the shameless plug PR trail a little bit, if you will. Uh, now, just full disclosure before we go any further, for those of you that don't know, Haseen is a coach currently at Bishops, has coached before at— two, Mesa? Two, Was it two other stops? Just Mira Mesa? And uh, Horizon. Horizon and Mira Mesa. So— he squarely comes from the I can't pick him because I'm with him, like like the coaching (laughs) mindset. So um, despite his youthful look and sound, (laughs) he has the curmudgeon Stan Van Gundy, 75-year-old, solidly a coach mentality. So uh, Haseen, thank you very much for being with us. Let's talk the girls' basketball open divisions. Um, How do you want to do this? Do you want to give us a little bit of of insight into each game, like a a key player to watch for, or just a little bit of a plot line, help people understand what's going on with each one of these games? Absolutely. So uh, this is, uh, for this year, you know, more than any other year that I've been coaching in San Diego and and covering it, um, you know, with the stuff we do, the parity is ridiculous. Uh, Every every one of these games – uh, except for one, the 6-3 is a rematch of games played earlier this season. Um, every one of the teams that, that we have in our current top 10 has a loss against 
another top 10 team. So a lot of these teams have already really beaten up on each other all season long. Um, so, you know, it's a cliche to say that a lot of these games are toss-ups, but that's like really the case. Like I was even talking about with, with Brady when he was asking me, you know, you know, pick a dark horse or, or who, how would you be surprised? There's no real surprises that I would see uh, in this first round as far as, you know, you know, who, who would be advancing to the next round or, or who would win it all. It's just, it's that wide open this year. Okay, so let's run down the matchups. Number one, Cathedral Catholic takes on number eight, Benita Vista. Now, Cathedral Catholic all season long has been somewhat in that driver's seat. Benita Vista, though, has always perennially got a scorer. Who do, who's, who are we watching for in this game? Who's the deciding playmaker here? All right, so that's good. So for Cathedral, like you said, they've been pretty dominant all season. Uh, this is actually a rematch from a game I want to say it was either in uh, late November, or early December. December 12th. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so for Cathedral, they're probably right there with Christian as far as top to bottom, the deepest teams. Uh, their, their, feature player, their feature player would probably be Isonay Brady. She's a freshman. Uh, she's really got a legitimate chance of being freshman of the year in the state. Um, they have another freshman, Izzy Navarro, who's super talented. Uh, they're just, from top to bottom, they're loaded. Uh, they brought in so much freshman talent that people forgot about all CIF player Mozzie Harris, who's still there and still one of the best players in the county, so that tells you the amount of depth they have. Uh, Benita Vista, CIF champs from the year before, they they uh, won Division One, um, and and I like to see teams that win CIF in uh, Division One make that leap the next year, and they did that. So uh, they lost one of the best scores in the county last year. Uh, Shiloh Latone averaged uh, close to 40 about a last billion year. points a exactly. game. Yeah. So she's now. Uh, putting up buckets at Cleveland State, uh, but they their best player now would probably be uh, Anith Grahaba. She's a, a a super do it all point guard, probably one of the best passers in the county. Can score when she needs to, but she's the type of player that just makes whatever plays her team needs to uh, make. Uh, and then another key player to watch for Benita Vista would be uh, Julia Kosselin. She actually scored twenty one points as a freshman last year in the CIF championship game. So those would be the players in the players to look out for. All right, so the winner of that game will move on to take the winner or take on the winner of Mount Miguel and Christian. Now, I know everybody in this room has seen those videos that the Christian girls basketball has been sending in. Big fan. The coordinated behind around the back, both of them sink it at the same time. Forgive my ignorance, but Wait, I have a are they able to do that in the game? Do you think those are first takes? Do you think those are done in the first take or do you think they do multiple takes? Ooh, I, I'm going to say that that at this point in the season, they can probably do them in the first take. I think so, too. But are you I, saying that it's no, they can't do two balls? I think the, they can. The, the oh, one okay. I saw, it, Fair was, enough. it was it was Ali Carrion and uh, Kristen Williams. And that's actually, uh, if you look at our rankings, Ali Carrion is the number one player we have in the class of 2020. Which is quick around the room. You guys, if, if we were all, if you all were able to do that, that would be the only thing you'd do in warm-ups, right? You would just <laughs> yeah, stand no, there, and the, be, in that you'd stand there on the side of practice. <laughs> I would sleep, eat, and do that. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure we're all on the same page there. All right, so real quick, 30 seconds. Mount Miguel and Christian, who are we looking for? Is it Carry On? Carry On and um, Kristen Williams, and then uh, Selena Peterson from Mount Miguel has a legit chance for uh, player of the year in the county. All right, so that'll be a great matchup. On the other side of the bracket. Wait, just really quickly, Selena Peterson, 21.9 points per game. That is insane, and it's 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 good to note that Mount Miguel is the defending open division champion. So even though they're the five seed, you always got to give a little bit of credence to players who know how to get it done, yep. especially since they beat a Mission Hills team. Especially that, when you bring your best player back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, Mission Hills. Number six, Modern Day Catholic. What are we looking for here, Haas? So if I had to pick a game that I was thinking was probably the, the weakest of the matchups in terms of a disparity, I think. 
Uh, you got two teams that are going opposite directions. Mission Hills plays a gauntlet of a schedule every year to prepare themselves for this type of year. They they play a national schedule. Um, so they're clicking. A lot of teams, you look at their record early in the season and, and say, well, they're overrated, and then you realize who they played, and then they get in the league play, and next thing you know they got 20 wins. Um, another player of the year candidate for Mission Hills, Catherine Neff. She's a Cal State Fullerton commit. Um, they're just really talented from top to bottom. She's probably their, their best player, but they get contributions from up and down the roster. And then uh, Chloe Webb is arguably the best player in the county for modern day. Uh, she is a, I am, a UC Irvine commit. Um, super talented, scored 40 points against Christian in that 100-point-plus uh, game that they Ooh. had a couple weeks ago. So uh, I think uh, points won't be as easy as they were in that game because Mission Hill really defends. So uh, that's a game that I think uh, – uh, modern day is probably going to have to play a little bit above their heads to be able to knock Mission Hills off. Fair enough. Our final game in the girls' open division, and we're joined by Haseen Williams uh, here on SD Prep Insider's high school radio show. Uh, I SD know Prep a thing Insider. or two about this next game. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. This one, this one is interesting. And, and so, Tommy, we'll let you uh, we'll let you introduce this game and, and set it up in whatever homerific <laughs> way that you would like to enjoy this one. Yeah, so we've got the Bishop School taking on La Jolla Country Day. The Bishop School is the seventh seed, La Jolla Country Day, the number two seed. These two teams have faced off twice this year because they're in the same league. Uh, first game, Country Day won 46-41. Second game, Bishop's defense was unreal. Final score of that one was Bishop's 43, Country Day 39. So, Coach, the third and final game, the most important game, uh, coming up on February 15th. I, I think it's. I think these are two teams that really know each other. You, you're talking about two of the better coaches uh, – in this county's history between Terry Banford and uh, Marlon Wells. So um, I know we've been spending a lot of time this week trying to figure out what kind of adjustments they're going to make because obviously we made the adjustment in the second game. So many talented players up and down both rosters. Uh, we're so happy to see uh, Tihanna Pow Pow. She's uh, we had her as our best player in the county for pretty much two straight years as a freshman, sophomore, and she didn't play those games, those, those seasons because of injuries. So for her to, to be out there and, and putting up the numbers and having the kind of season she's having is it's really good to see. Um, Bishops features uh, two supremely talented freshman guards and uh, Angie Robles and Renee Chong. Uh, the backcourt is uh, explosive. They can put up points really, really fast. Um, so it, it's it's going to be it's it's a slugfest, like you said. The defense. You just talk about that. We were talking about that Christian Modern Day game. Was I think it was ninety three to eighty six. This this our matchups is the complete opposite. Like it points every point every possession. Um, it's it's just a dog fight. So let's be real. The Sorry. real the real game we're going to be looking for is is between the two head coaches Absolutely. in this one, and Absolutely. and which one of them decides to wear which championship <laughs> ring. Um, I know for a fact that Marlon has a big one, like mm-hmm. physically large ones. Mm-hmm. But That's I the also first, the first open division championship ring is that the one you're talking. About. But I also know that Terry just has a, a whole bag of them mm-hmm. that she could just come mm-hmm. and beat you with. Yep. So uh, and I I mean physically, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I want you to. <laughs> Picture Terry Bamford just showing up with a bag of CIF rings, beating you prison style, <laughs> taking the road win, driving off on the bus. I'm pretty sure they had the, to last, the last state championship we had was Country I, Day. Yeah, and, and I will say this too. Both the student sections show up for the, this, this game. Country Day Bishops. I think that that's the game within the game. Oh, 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 oh man. Absolutely. The battle Proximity. for the Golden Triangle. Yeah. Proximity. You're so close. Is it the Dungeon Sill versus Country Day? The, the, they change it every now. I don't know what they call it over there, but we're it's definitely jungle the for a little bit. Yeah. The dungeon, yeah. It's going to be a hostile environment. They'll bring out all their fans, all their their previous fans. They they uh, they'll be in the building. It's going to be fun though. Yeah, it'll be, I will say that'll probably be the loudest game of of all the ones in the open division. Oh uh, yeah, that, again, that'll be the day after Valentine's Day. That'll be Friday. 
Yes, please tell me that's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've I not know when Valentine's Day was literally ever in my whole entire life, so I don't know. Ooh. I don't know how to do that. Uh, we're going to do a commercial we gonna, break on when that. We, when we come back from commercial, commercial break, Noah Lax gives Valentine's Day advice. Oh, 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 oh don't go anywhere. You're not going to miss that. This is Southern California Prep Insider Radio here in San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. It's butt sniffer offense. Yes, sir. You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio on San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen. Playoff time, Tommy. No Laxina, Bodie DeSilva, Chase, and Coach Haas in the studio talking playoffs. Playoffs? Yes. Playoffs. Uh, before we get to playoffs, though, we talked uh, earlier before the break that Noah Laxino was going to help everybody out there navigate oh boy. Valentine's Day. Now, Noah Laxina is a... Noah Laxina is a lot of things. <laughs> Noah Laxina is a modern Renaissance man. He at Twitter poet. Thing, Thank you. Twitter poet. Twitter po- you know, he's got philosophies about life. Chase has his notes out. He literally does. He's got uh, <laughs> Noah. Noah. Noah closed out his senior season with over a thousand rushing yards and over a hundred tackles. So he's a physical Adonis. He's, um, <laughs> wow. He's got, appreciate a, he's got it, a lot man. of stuff going for him. So I Noah is the would. one person we turn to for situations like this. Uh, <laughs> Noah, really quickly, thirty seconds. Uh, give us your three biggest tips on Valentine's Day. Uh, okay, number one, you have to be creative. Okay. I, you can't just do what everyone says is good. Do what uh, the the person that you're taking out on Valentine's Day likes. You Deal. Know, be creative. Number, number two. two, have a plan. All right, you don't want to just be creative, have one thing, and then, okay, what else are we going to do, you know? You, women like to be, uh, know, know a man that's so prepared. Belichick it is what you're saying. Yes. Have a plan. Yeah, have, All right. study the tape and, and go out there and achieve it. Okay. And Noah Laxina's number three tip for Valentine's Day is? Chill, man. Things are going to be all right. All right, you don't want to force it. Let it happen. You're going to be all right. We're going to put that on the poll. Chill, man. Or is everything going to be all right, brother? Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Noah. Um, hey, I don't, that was fun. <laughs> uh, Haseen Williams is trying desperately to back out of his obligation for being here uh, after the last 30 seconds of radio, but he's brave enough to stick around for a little bit more. Um, Haas, let's move on to, I, you know, I hate to say the best of the rest, but we're going to try and shotgun through uh, divisions one through five before we get you out of here. So I'd like to do it this way. Um, My favorite opening round game, instead of going through all of them, is just to play one versus the field. So uh, give us the lowdown on the number one team and maybe one team in the field that you think could make a deep run. So in the Division I girls high school basketball playoffs here in San Diego, La Costa Canyon is the one seed. There are 15 other teams. Tell us about LCC and tell us about one that you think could be the dark horse. So the Division I is wide open. After LCC, they are the clear favorite. So I think LCC is the favorite by by a, a pretty wide margin. But after that, it is wide open. I think Poway is the three seed. Um, so I'm going to pick LCC to win uh, that division. Um, and if I had to pick a dark horse uh, with, let's go, six seed or higher, I'm going to go with number nine, Rancho Bernardo. Battle-tested, one CIF a couple years ago. Senior point guard Lolo Reynolds has been through all the wars, so that would be my dark horse. But I'm, I'm fairly confident LCC should be hoisting the trophy there for uh, Division One. All right, so give us the one team, though, uh, that you might say. Uh, do you have one other team in, in the rest of this field that you might be like, hey, they've had a great season, they could get hot for three games? Absolutely, and it's kind of funny because you guys mentioned it earlier with uh, Westview because they're a team that uh, they can shoot the ball well, they can get hot, uh, 
They're a team that I think this is actually their first time in the history of the Open that they're not in the Open. I'm pretty sure they qualify for every Open division up till now. So um, they're probably a little bit excited to uh, have a chance to make a run at a CIF title. Um, so I w- I w- if I had another pick another sleeper, it would probably be Westview. All righty, let's move on to the girls' Division Two playoffs here in the San Diego section. We've got El Camino as the one seed. Then we've got the rest of the field. So, Haas, give us the breakdown on El Camino and give us the breakdown on the rest of the field. And, Tommy Morris, we will always look to you for a sprinkle of stats on the number one team if you have yeah. something juicy. So El Camino has been a team that's been on the verge of, you know, right outside the top ten all year. They're they're kind of tough because they'll they'll go on a they'll go on these stretches where they'll look really good and then they'll they'll drop one that you don't really expect them to drop. Um, so I honestly my favorite in that division right now is Vista. It might be recency bias because I've seen them a lot down the stretch and every time I've seen them recently they've looked really really good. Uh, I think they they knocked off Vista. I mean El Camino recently. So that would be my pick. But there's so many good teams in this division. I love El Cap. I love Grossmont. Um, you know, Morris was actually our preseason pick to win the division. They've been a bit disappointing, but they're as talented as anybody. They probably have the, the most talented roster in the division. So that would probably be my dark horse. But I'm I, I'm going with the four seed at Vista to win that division. All righty. Let's move on to the Division Three playoffs this one is really interesting to see because this is a younger, newer school in the number one seed, yep. Mission Vista, the Timberwolves. 10-0 in league, by the way. Yep. Ooh, Tommy Morris coming in hot. Mm-hmm. Um, we got number one Mission Vista. We got the rest of the field. So, Haas, give us the Timberwolves because I love that there's a Timberwolves to talk about in San Diego that's good at basketball. And uh, give us the rest of the field. Absolutely. So, uh, Mission Vista is led by uh, uh, Jada Garrett. She's coach's daughter, which, you know, is always a good thing. Uh, she can score, defend. Uh, no, no, well. no. We don't know that. We have to put it on the poll here at this show. Okay. Is it a good thing to be the coach's daughter? That, that's, that's a good point. Could be. It could be tough, but uh, no, we she's, don't know. San Diego will decide for us. She's a very strong player, uh, senior point guard, been around a, a while, so uh, she's what makes them go. I really like. Uh, I struggle saying this word every time, but San Diego Academy. Deguido. Deguido. Okay. Brady you're fine. My butt you're, on that. you're fine. <laughs> I usually go SDA. I usually go SDA. But I, I love a lot of their pieces. They got some, you know, really young pieces. They're defending CIF champs from the year before in uh, Division Four, I think it was. So. They didn't lose a lot, so that's actually my pick. I'm going to go with them to uh, to beat Mission Vista in the championship. Uh, a dark horse I really like in that division will be Point Loma. Uh, when in doubt, I like to lean on the team that probably has the better, the best player, and uh, Sadie Heckman's probably, if not the best player playing in that division. She's right there with anybody else, so that's my dark horse. They're the sixth seed. All righty, we move on now to Division Four. As I pull it up here, we've got Madison. The Warhawks are in that driver's seat in the one seed. And we got another 15 teams behind them. So give us the Warhawks and give us everyone else. So this is no disrespect to anybody else in Division Four, but I, I believe they can go ahead and set the championship matchup right now in that division with uh, Foothills and Madison squaring off. Uh, Foothills has uh, one of the best scores, one of the best players in the county, Ellie Turk. Uh, does it all. Really love her game. Another coach's daughter, so again, lean on the polls to see how that's a good or bad thing. <laughs> um, Madison is uh, another team I love. They, you know, they won the uh, CIF last year in Division Five. They made the leap, and they're they're number one seed in Division Four. Um, first ever league championship. I saw them uh, actually popping champagne in the locker room. I'm, I'm Bartnelli's. I'm gonna assume it was uh, cider. Yeah, Bartnelli's. Uh, yeah, but they were excited. That's my guy, Milton Clark, is the head coach <laughs> over there. Um, 
But, yeah, I, I mean, there's some talented teams in that division. Pacific Ridge is very talented. Uh, Coronado uh, took Madison pretty close for that last game for the league, but I really think those other two teams are, are head and shoulders above the rest of the division. All right, and Haseen Williams closing it out now with the girls' CIF Division Five basketball playoffs. Warner is the one seed, and then we've got uh, technically – 16 other teams because there is a play-in game uh, for this one. So give us Warner and give us the rest of the field just to prove that you are the ultimate insider and you know more about this than anyone should. Well, I can tell you Warner is 21-2. and two. That's that's about the depth of oh, my knowledge. I'm stealing Tommy's thunder. <laughs> <laughs> that's about the depth. This reminds me of when you're doing your, your, your NCAA bracket and you, you're trying to pick teams and you start picking by mascots yeah. or oh. start doing that last-minute uh, recon work to see who they beat <laughs> and what you like. Uh, I know I've seen, I've seen uh, Warner uh, once – um, it was actually highlights. Um, and I actually really like Southwest El Centro. I mean, it's chalk, but those are, you know, one and two. Um, and then, you know, I talked about in the podcast earlier, my dark horse is, is San Isidro. Uh, they have some some pieces. They're young. Got a really good coach down there. Nobody really talks about them. But when you get in Division Five, because, you know, the teams, the the, uh, the disparity in, in, in the scheduling, not a lot of common opponents, and it, it gets really crazy. So, uh, I'm going to go with Chalk and, and pick Warner, but, again, my dark horse is uh, San Isidro. All righty. Very nice. That is all the uh, divisions here in about 10 minutes. Hasin and Braden earlier today did how, probably about a half hour. Like They did the, their in-depth. In so from here, you can bounce over to our YouTube, to our SoundCloud, to our Twitter, to our Instagram. We are trying our best to make this very easy for you to find. You just go to any social media that you use, and you type in SD Prep Insider. That's where you can find us. That's where right now for the next hour and a half, you can find the polls that we are doing. Uh, later in the show when we get back, we will have more guys basketball at the 745 mark. And then as we go into the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to do guys and girls soccer a little bit. We're going to have a water polo update. We're going to highlight the wrestling. We're going to have everything for you. So definitely you can stick around. Um, Haas, as we close this out, are there any players that you didn't get around to mentioning? You know, you might not pick their whole team as a dark horse, but is there any players that maybe you want to give some love to from the regular season just for things they accomplished? Anybody that, you know, we, we have about, what, two minutes until we go to commercial right now? So anybody left in the girls' basketball regular season realm that we have not talked about that you would like to, to highlight a little bit? Um, you know, we had a lot of kids just recently, you know, go over 1,000 points, which, you know, I like to see that kind of stuff get celebrated. Uh, you know, coaches obviously, you know, putting the points in max preps. If you follow us on Twitter, I'm always banging the drum about, you know, update those stats. Let those let those kids, you know, be able to see their accomplishments. So that's a good thing. Um, it's it's weird. There's just It's just so much parity like we haven't seen. So there's, there's like, I know I'm, I've been thinking about, you know, the last couple of days, who's going to be player of the year, who's going to be all CIF, and it's, it's really going to be tough. All right, so give <clears throat> us maybe uh, the, the short list of player of the year that you think might, might be there this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. So I would say if I had to go five, I'll go Selena Peterson, Chloe Webb, Catherine Neff. I got to throw a homer pick in there, so I'll go Angie Robles, and Tiana Pow Pow, La Jolla Country Day. 
Alrighty, there's uh, a, quite the list of basketball players from Hasin Williams. And, and I will double up on your put the stats in the max preps. Please. Rant. I, I would agree, especially for us. It helps us out a lot. I know it's very selfish, but. <laughs> well, I mean, and, I, and just to keep, keep the rant going, I know right. a lot of coaches will say, you know, you don't want to give uh, people any edge. But if kid, if they want to know who your best player is, they're going to find out. So yeah. put the stats Especially in. league games. Everyone knows already. Exactly. And coaches, college coaches, they, they do check to see, you know, who's putting up numbers. So it. Put the stats in. And it's always nice when you look at like the state stats, you want to see as many San Diego kids in there as absolutely, possible. Absolutely, absolutely. And put them in accurately, please. please yes, definitely please. accurately. That's, that's, a, that's a shout out I'll give is uh I'm sorry, uh uh shout out uh El Cap, uh Mackenzie Curtis, another coach's kid, uh outstanding player out in Lakeside. Uh she's our, I think she's in the, if she's not the top scorer in the county, she's right there with us. Uh super talented kid and uh Shout out to her. And perfect example, she's all the way out there in Lakeside. Without the stats in there, nobody would know. Nobody would know. Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much, Coach. That's a breakdown of the girls' basketball. Real quick, where can yes. they find you and all of your efforts that you're doing on Twitter? So we are at San Diego Hoops Report. That's our website. We're on SD County Hoops on Instagram, SD County Hoops on Twitter. Uh, like you said, if you're looking for a one spot to find your brackets and your rankings and everything, that's where you find us. And um, good place for people to complain and argue about the stuff we write about. <laughs> <laughs> it always is. I thank you so much, Coach. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more boys basketball talk. You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio here in San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. And Noah Laxina's number three tip for Valentine's Day is... Chill, man. Things are going to be all right. All right? You don't want to force it. Let it happen. You're going to be all right. Nailed it. You are listening to Southern California Prep Insider Radio. San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen, Noel Axina, Bodie De Silva. We're here for the postseason, man. This is, and this is the uh, featuring the song that Family Guy ruined. So, eh. yeah, Dennis agrees. So. Boys right. basketball. Boys basketball. <laughs> we also agreed we're not going to say the, the other word for postseason. We're going to try and work around that. Otherwise, it's going to get very redundant and boring. So we're going to be very creative. Uh, playoffs? Don't that, talk about playoffs. You can't- exactly. We're not going to talk <laughs> about that. Um, in case you missed it earlier in the show, we opened up with the guys' open division. You can catch that on our SoundCloud later tonight. You can catch my laptop in the background dinging because I'm a horrible producer at radio. <laughs> I apologize for that. That was the, um, that was the real ding. That you just you did. can catch uh, <laughs> Noah Laxina dropping some knowledge. Hasin Williams from SD County Hoops Report was here. A lot of stuff already covered, but folks, we need to now re-dive into the... Uh, the we, we came up with something in the break. Um, Noah, you want to... You wanna, talk about the new options potentially for, for instead of March Madness you and Chase I, I heard it come from your end that there, there's a new idea for a title for the, the basketball postseason it, w- it was that's to me oh. uh, uh, so I'd like to propose we coined the phrase March Madness as the NCAA and then for high school the February frenzy. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I think that has a certain ring to it. So for now, for the rest of today, we will address these as the CIF Division One February frenzy. Yeah. Uh, the guys basketball February frenzy. Um, it, it actually, Dennis, you are you are a connoisseur of the audio arts. Does does February frenzy have the same kind of role off the I think tongue? The, the Feb March frenzy. It, Feb frenzy. Yeah, it's got to be short. I'm, I'm with Noah on this. I like the alliteration. I like the February and the frenzy, but it's just too long. Yeah. Like March frenzy. Madness is quick with it. It's three syllables. <laughs> three syllables. Feb frenzy. This is it is. Feb frenzy. Okay, Feb frenzy. We got it. 
All right. Well, we'll put that on the poll at SD Prep Insider. You can follow along the entire show and more. Uh, Are you down to call the CIF SDS Boys Basketball Playoffs the Feb Frenzy? I'm going to vote yes. Not just Wayne's opinion. Yeah. So let's talk Division <laughs> One. Um, for all in-depth, long, long form of this, you can go to our SoundCloud or to our YouTube, and you can find me and Aaron. Uh, we locked ourselves in the office over the weekend and then did a legitimate hour of content on this. So you can find all the games. But right now, I want to hear from the rest of you guys because I haven't gotten the chance to talk to you about the, this yet. So I want to do kind of what we were doing with Haas. Number one, or the field. In Division One. the number one seeded team is Cathedral Catholic, the Dons. Tommy, I'm sure that you can hit us with a ton of, they've got, you know, this amount of 20-point of wins. Well, they've got, that's a correct. They've yes, got this could. amount of, of overinflated. But Tommy can hit us with that kind of stuff. So we'll go around the room, and, and we'll start with you, Bodie, because I feel like you, I was worried a little bit during the break that you were still alive even. Yeah. Uh, you had been He's so here. quiet during uh, the girls' basketball. <laughs> Talk about shying away from the moment. Like, shooter not going to shoot on that. He was in the corner just passing the ball as quickly as he could. Um, so we'll start with you, Bodie. Cathedral Catholic or the field? And if so, who might be a team or two you're really looking at there? I'm going to go with the field here. Uh, if you look at the early on in the bracket, even the eight and nine seed both own victories over one seed Cathedral this year. So I think it's really wide open, whether it's four seed La Jolla Country Day. If they're healthy and put it together, that's a team that absolutely could win. Uh, moving down, Francis Parker's been playing well, the three seed. And even the seven seed, La Costa Canyon, I mean, they're deep. They hit a couple shots, and um, I think they, they could be a team you definitely see in the semifinals. Yeah, um, I'm going to – I think this – Division has a lot of parity. Uh, I think Country Day has a very good shot at it. I think Francis Parker has a very good shot at it. Uh, just looking through, I mean, even Montgomery at the two seed, I would, I don't want to put them in the unknown category, but they haven't played a lot of these teams where some, you know, the majority of this field, I feel like, had games against each other. So this is really anyone's bracket as far as I'm so concerned. So you're taking the field? 100% with the perhaps field. Montgomery, it sounded like, as a team that you're interested in maybe saying could rise to the top. I think Country Day is probably my favorite to win this. Look, right now so. we're looking for the least amount of commitment possible. This is really, truly, we're just walking around the room being like, eh, yeah, I, I kind of like good. that team. They're pretty good, too. Like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not, we're not, I'm not, uh, nobody is getting tied down to any of these picks. We're not going to play back any of this audio. Wink, 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 wink. Yeah, wait, we no, are wrong next week. I will say this, though. We talked about some young teams uh, that in the next couple of years should be scary. Cathedral is one of those teams. They're three leading scorers, all sophomores. So, all right. Uh, Chase, Cathedral Catholic, the field. No, I'll take the field. I think I'm going to. Focus Christian, I like them a lot. Jackson Larson is a big game changer. Also, I want to shout out Coach Famber over there, best dress coach in San Diego. I want to see him in the finals. Shout out. Stealing my poll Ooh. questions. That'd be really good. Just to just have him go to the finals just so you can see what his fit's looking like. No, 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 look, 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 is he, huge. No, he he found a way to be at the final no matter what last year. Dress <laughs> nice. Uh, Noah, Cathedral Catholic or the field? I'm gonna say the field. Uh we've heard a lot of talks about Jackson Larson, uh Montgomery, they could be, they could get hot. Two seed, uh, like we said before, La Jolla Country Day, also like Modern Day. There's a lot of good teams out there that could really um, surprise people. You guys have not addressed one team that I think is gravely underrated in this situation. Can I guess it? Please, LCC. No, Francis Parker. Oh, I, I imagine not, them sort of. They're not underrated at the 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 three seed, but they're just underrated in the fact that. Like two years ago, this school was non-existent at basketball. Now they are a Division One defending D two champs, D one play. Like that's growth. Like yes, Matt Bender, I think plays yeah, a very unique underneath the basket type of just 
I'm down with two points type of basketball that I say unique because right now everyone's shooting from three. So I think that Francis Parker is going to just be a bull in a china shop right now and, and have that physical presence. They're the graph up emoji. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> That's what's up. with are the, No, they're no cap. Yeah. Oh, Did I use that no. Right? No. Dang. No cap is just like, it's I'm like no lying. lying. Yeah. Yeah, no ah, lying. Dang. But I mean, fair enough. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know how I learned it. What no cap meant? You know, you remember that game Mastermind, that like board game where like you had to guess, and like some of them were right, and some of them were wrong. Yeah, I had to like by process of elimination figure out what that meant. And it was kind of the same same skill. Yeah, I kept plugging it in incorrectly until I probably finally got it right. Yeah, that's what you. Yeah, good. That's good. Tom, I'm proud of you. <laughs> that's what you got to do. I got it, I got it wildly wrong the first like yeah. eight or ten times though. Well, I mean so. now you got it. No cap. Yeah, no cap. <laughs> <laughs> We're funny, man. Ten out of We're ten, funny. ten out of ten on the landing there, Noah. Guys, let's move on to division number two. Rancho Buena Vista, who we did have on the show this year uh, at the number one seed, or the rest of the field. Bodie, you still there? I'm going with the field once again. Uh, I'm gonna my sleeper here is Carlsbad, not super uh, a huge sleeper as the three seed, but uh, early in non-league they lost to Westview. That cost them getting home court throughout playoffs, but I think they'll see them again in the semis, redeem themselves, and take a D2 title. I think Bishop's a scary here. Christian Rose, very good player. They're at the four seed right now. I think they're gonna have. You know, it'll it'll be interesting because also Army Navy's in this bracket, and they are one of the weirdest teams as far as could beat anyone. Could also lose by fifty. So I don't even know how to beat them to be honest with you. <laughs> and they played in a great league, so I mean yeah. they've been tested. Uh, yeah, Olympians good too. You, they've had a pretty good schedule. I, I like. I'm with Bodie on uh, Carlsbad though because we've had finally he gets it. This is how you use your platform. You come on here and you blast your nepotism of your of your alma mater. Hey, shout out uh, Geo. Shout out Geo. Shout uh, Plank out. over there. He has he reached over a thousand points for his career too last week. So you know they're on they're they're trending up. Um, we'll put but... it on the poll. What's more impressive, a thousand points or rushing for a thousand yards? <laughs> Ooh, I oh I don't even I'm gonna give it to Geo to be honest, but. Hey, but yeah, like I said, a bit like Tommy said, Bishops is really scared, but um, Carlsbad, their their um, experience come playoff time is going to be huge, and I feel like they can make a run for sure. Yeah, and we had them in there in here. They're a very confident group. Uh, Nelson's averaging twelve point four points per game. Uh, Brogan's averaging twelve point three, and um, excuse me, Caleb Nelson averaging eleven point five. They spread the ball around all a lot, and they also had you know players added to the team, so they had to sit out the first half, which kind of. First half of the season, excuse me, so that you didn't get the full, you know, record what it should be. To be honest with how good they are, so I would definitely look out for Carlsbad. You got oh, Chase. Uh, I think I'm going to take the number one. I'll take Rancho Buena Vista. They beat Westview. They've beat, um, I believe, Bishops. They beat Sweetwater. They basically beat almost every other team that you can think of in this bracket. I like them as the champions at the end of the day. So you're saying instead of taking the field, you're taking the fields. No fields. Mm. Oh, 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 that took me a second. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. The same kind of reaction I get from everybody in life. Um, <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> but, man, I'm just going to chill. Hey, it's gonna everything's going to be all right, man. Uh, we move on to the Division Three San Diego section. Feb frenzy of boys basketball. Sweetwater, man, they won league. They said so- they said something about putting someone in a in a basket casket. They they backed that rap line up. They are now league champs. They are now the one seed. So Suhai or the field. I will go ahead and I will say it. Sweetwater, man, CIF champs. I I don't know. I'm gonna go field here. I number four San Diego is scary, so I'm just gonna mention that right there. They beat Country Day. This is a team that can again when you when you have big wins like that. Scary number two Valhalla also a team that is probably one of the favorites in this uh, in this bracket. So I definitely got to go with the field here. 
I think I'll take the number one again. Sweetwater has looked dominant throughout the year. Uh, like Noah said earlier or implied earlier, they have a lot of really great scores, really elite scores. I think they can do a lot with the ball that's going to help them win this championship. I got to agree. I'm going to go with the number one Sweetwater. Craig McMillan, CJ Jackson, big both forces down low that they'll get it done, I think, throughout D3 playoffs. I'm going to go uh, with the field. I think Valhalla is very interesting when we had them in. Um, they had a lot They had a lot of confidence in who they were. They know their identity. Uh, Dominic's far leading, one of the top leading scorers in the county. And the way they shoot the ball is just scary. If they're hot, they're going to be hard to beat. And then, um, as you said before, San Diego as well. And then um, San Isidro, even though they're nine, say they get a win, they play Seawater for a third time. And that could be game-changing too as well. You never really know what could happen come playoff time. So there's a lot to be excited about in this one. Yeah, this bracket could be the most loaded. Uh, we got more basketball coming up for you in the 8 o'clock hour. We also got to get to guys and girls soccer. Plus, we are going to get to some theater. Uh, Chase Osborne is going to be here with uh, a review of a play. Thespian. Yes. Um, San Diego sports leader and you know theater leader now, I guess. San Diego's yeah. everything <laughs> that happens after 7 p.m. on AM radio leader. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Southern California Prep Insider here on San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Yeah, good. That's good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> that's what you got to do. I got, a, I got it wildly wrong the first, like, yeah. eight or ten times, though. Well, I so, mean, now you got it. No cap. Yeah, no cap. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh!